All right, we're here with Rancho Cucamonga Quakes Clubhouse Manager and founder of Casey's Clubhouse Crafts. Welcome, Casey Plone. How you doing? What's up, Casey? I'm doing good. Thanks, up, guys, man? for having yeah, well, me. Welcome really to appreciate Sunday it. League Podcast. It's nice to finally oh, it's see good you. to be back on Sunday uh, League. I keep hearing, I keep hearing <laughs> about you from these guys, so it's nice to good. put a face to the name. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. Yeah, we, yeah. we haven't talked to you in a long time, man, face-to-face at least. It, yeah, it's it's been a while, um, and then of course the the computer freaking sleeps. So, uh, <laughs> but no, it's been uh, it's been a long while. Well, how long have you guys known each other? Full mode. Oh gosh, uh, Ruben, time. we went way back to to Birdsall Park. I don't remember when we exactly started playing, uh, but it had to have been probably like, like at least minors or majors. Yeah, uh, you know, at the the ten to twelve range. Um, yeah. We were never on any of the same team uh, at the, the I don't until we, later on. Uh, but yeah. you were I don't think you were ever on our team with uh, Ryan Peters and Ryan Harris no. and uh, Sharon Parker and all that. So no, I, I was on the Rockies. Yeah, I was like your we were the rival. <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't even remember you. I was on, <laughs> I was on the A's. I was with I was playing with the Roysters. The, at Bertel? Yeah, or were you were like yeah. Eastern. No, no, no. Uh, I was at Birdsall for like two years or so, but uh, I had to play uh, the second season of majors at Eastern. What was it? Uh, uh, was it Jerry, Jerry Royster or David? Like, what was the what was um, the It was their dad. Their dad was our was our coach. Yeah, that's uh, right. Danny Garcia was one of the coaches, but he was young, you know. Uh, but right. yeah, I mean, we all we all know the same people from there. So, I think when all we- right. Well, I guess I'll do it. So hold on. Uh, why don't we go around the horn? Oh, so all right, started. all right. Thank you, thank you. You guys have already, you know. Well, well yeah, let's go around the horn. Well, you, on. He's excited <laughs> to drink. Oh, you're excited <laughs> to drink. Hell yeah! What do you got? No, I got a. Um, I take big, big gulps, so I've got a little uh, Crown Royal and ginger ale. Nice. Uh, I call it the Kipwell Special. Uh, he was <laughs> one of my coaches a couple, a uh, uh, couple seasons ago, Very and nice. uh, he got me on that, and it's it's tasty. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Love so, that. Yeah. What you got, Boski? What you got? Uh, I got the Boski bomb. Uh, poor man's vodka, Kirkland vodka with uh, the white monster. Hey, it's, it gives me energy. <laughs> the poor man's absolute or the poor man's Grey Goose? Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. The, the poor man's Grey Goose. See, he pays attention. They both got them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Long yeah. Island iced tea right over here. Simple. There you go. The Strong Island? Yes, sir. Strong Island. Strong, Strong Island. Island. I'm having a stone. <laughs> Stone Double IPA, nine point four, and a, and, a, and a mini glass for a mini guy. Yep, there it is. Yep, very nice. You got it. His, uh, <laughs> hey, well, cheers, man. It's a pleasure to have you Thanks, on. Sure. Mm-hmm. Salute, sure, man. So, did you guys all kind of play high school also around the same time? Yeah, uh, we all yeah we all played high school together. Uh, Casey and I played freshman freshman ball through right. through senior year. Yeah, I, I actually got uh, cut from the freshman team for grades, and it, oh, in my. <laughs> Yeah, and Sparks was pissed because I was the I think it was the Tuesday starter. Yeah. Uh and then so after after I got uh, uh released, um <laughs> I had to uh I had to retry out the next year. Um and uh but yeah, freshman uh two thousand and gosh, what was it just two thousand, I think. Um and yeah, that's when I met that's when I met uh, Boski. Um and then uh Rube came along the, the year after, after. so yeah. yeah. So it's been, uh, gosh, yeah. So I've known Rube a long time. He lived up the street yeah. from me 
uh, mm-hmm. and we had a solid core of, of Sandlot guys that would always play okay. up at the, at the park. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, they play travel ball together I, with the red. See, and that's the thing is like, I don't, I, right. We started, it was like, um, that's when we started being able to wear like the metal spikes and, mm-hmm. uh, Steve yeah. Peters was our coach. Uh, and we, yeah, we were on the reds and that then, was fun. um, we had a good team was, too. Yeah, dude, we had solid teams. That was the that was the team that we almost went to, um, like the the state for all stars. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We went to like the semifinals of the state or something. Yep. Uh, and that was that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good squad there. Dang but man! Then, so the- yeah, Ralph Ralph went on uh, <laughs> to play uh, varsity before before I did. I didn't get a chance to really play varsity until senior year. Well, which is funny because I was the junior year, the junior or the uh, JV uh, MVP, and yeah. I didn't even sniff. Yeah, they should have pulled you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did, and that's I, I remember the Delman Young game because I was there for the Delman Young game. Oh yeah, uh, that ball has that ball hasn't landed yet. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think it I think it killed a guy. Um, <laughs> Came out of orbit finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw something on the news, but uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't get in any of those games. Um, but I was up there, but I was just like, man, how, I mean, come on, man. But that was, no, your, he was, that was uh, your sophomore year, Yeah, right? that was sophomore year. That's sophomore year. For uh, well, for me, I, I was, I was the JV MVP in my junior year. So I, no, I, was I think the Dumb and Young game would have been your sophomore year. Cause I was a freshman when I came up and maybe you guys didn't know who the hell I was. I don't know. Cause, <laughs> cause Sparks, Sparks <laughs> always told me, um, he said, you'll always remember the first overall pick in your in your graduating year and that was Delman Young in Delman 2003. Young, yeah. So I think he would I mean he was the same age as us so he mm-hmm. wouldn't have been too much younger um you know playing for Camarillo uh, but I I could be wrong and it doesn't really matter. Yeah it's hazy. <laughs> yeah you're right it's hazy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time though but our travel ball team we remember we went to go play in like Palm Springs and and do all those tournaments and we went down to San Diego like we had a lot of fun on the team. I did. I never went to San Diego. I wasn't on that team. Oh, you weren't? I thought you were. Mm-mm. No? No. Oh. But I, I remember doing You were probably playing with us. We were probably playing with us with the with the Renegades, the, tra- the travel ball Renegades. Dude, the Renegades, man. Dude, that was, that a, was good a good team. time. <laughs> that was a good team. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah I that was a little bit beyond. Works. Yeah, that was a little bit beyond uh, uh, maybe like a year or two after like uh, like the Reds that you're referencing. Yeah. In. Uh, I think I was playing with the other travel ball teams until uh, my dad got that that travel ball team and got yeah. got a bunch of guys together from the high school. Yeah, there was there was some dudes on there, but I'm tr- I was trying to think back to the first travel or the the first Sunday league, the first travel ball team, and I don't know Chino was on the team, but I don't know if you were. It was the Cerveceros. Um, uh, I think oh, it's I like was, the the Brewers. Yeah, yeah, I was not. I, I know what team you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> It was the not on metals. It was the orange growers. <laughs> it was. I it thought was it was not- like the, the the Spanish Brewers. Oh, I thought maybe. that was what. Uh, yeah. Either way, I wasn't very long, and then uh, I only played a few games on there. Uh, Dave might have played, and then the law school might have played on that yeah. team. Uh, but then after that, it was uh, Renegades, and then it was, you know, always getting the fresh the fresh clean jerseys. Hey, yeah. you, you still got the knuckleball though. <laughs> Can you still throw it? I mean, yeah, it all depends on the length of my uh, fingernails, but I'll strike <laughs> Ralph off for five bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> I, I accept. I won't. I won't be catching because I can't catch an knuckleball. I accept that challenge. Hey, this guy, this guy, 
this guy had a killer knuckleball, dude. It was, yeah, he did. It was still, dirty. I, I know you still got it. Oh, you don't lose it, dude. <laughs> I mean, you do the consistency you lose, but it's still there. Like, yeah. it's just finding finding that release point with the with the fingers. So, um, but yeah, it's funny being with the Quakes. Charlie Huff is always in town, always oh, yeah. in town, and he's always he grabs the baseball and his fingers just automatically go into his knuckleball grip. And his <laughs> knuckles, the guy threw for, you know, fifty years in the big leagues. Yeah. Yeah, we, we see him once in a while. When we were going to games, we'd see him in the dugout just hanging out and stuff. And he's a very nice guy. Very nice guy. Oh, dude, he's Charlie is great. He walks in, changes, uh, comes through the, the the clubhouse. Everyone's on their phone. And so Charlie, dad jokes for days. They'll be like, hey, anybody got a phone I can borrow? Because <laughs> everyone's looking down at his phone. But, uh, but yeah, Charlie Charlie's the man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So um, kind of tell us a little bit how you got started with the Quakes. Like, how did that happen? Oh gosh, the it really started my junior year in high school. Um, there was like a flyer at Eisenhower that was like that they were hiring. The Quakes were hiring, but it was like for parking lot attendant and you know merchandise hawkers and you know food service. So I was just like, dude, I could I could bad boy. I was uh, 16 at the time because I I was the I was always the younger one in the class. Um, so I was 16. Ended up getting the job as a parking lot attendant. And I was like, uh, dude, I want to be Bat Boy. Took it like a season and a half, and then um, there was an opening. And they, I came in 2003. I came in and I was Bat Boying. And I think Jeff Mathis was on that team, Casey Kochman, uh, Dallas McPherson, um, Napoli, I think had just gotten there, Irvin Santana. So there was, wow. there was already some studs that were, yeah. that were going up the Angels uh, ranks. And you're a big and Angel then, fan, too. And, so, like, that was – I'm sure that was exciting for oh, you. Oh, yeah. You yes, were all over that. yourself. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't telling anybody that. But <laughs> um, So, and then uh, – so, I did Bat Boy again the next year. That was the 04 season. And then at the end of the 04 season, our clubhouse manager was leaving. He was going to go watch the Olympics. They, um, he was uh, going to Greece. And it was, like, two weeks left in the season – I had already kind of caught on and I liked what was going on with everything of just being inside. I was a baseball player. So being yeah. around these guys, I kind of felt like I was one of them. So uh, I watched, I wasn't just like, Hey, my job's done. I'm, I'm leaving. It was like, Hey, what else do you need, need, need done? Yeah. So yeah. taking that extra step. Um, yeah. So uh, they ran it up the chain and they were like, yeah, cool. Casey's got it. There was no overnight trips yet. So um, it was, it was all just local games and stuff. I, I should be able to handle handled it it was you know and then so they uh off season 05 they asked me to go to spring training and i do that i go work there and then um you know 2000 i'm, I'm back 2005 we had howie kendrick oh eric ibar was the the year before um then i had howie kendrick and uh, brandon wood uh were kind of the two star reggie willis was on our team in 05 and uh those were the two biggest kind of studs <laughs> Joe Saunders uh, ended up pitching a long time uh, in the big leagues. And uh, yeah, so I, I had never really gotten properly trained. It was just all so quick, you know, it was pretty simple. I didn't know the nuances of the game. I didn't have a, any feel back then. It was a, the, the big word in the, in the clubhouse is just feel. Dude. You got to have, have some feel with that. Like, don't ask this question. Don't ask this. Don't do this. You see the guys having a bad day. Don't go up to them, whatever. Right. Um, and so, um, yeah, I definitely could have done better in that season. I ended up getting fired in May 
uh, of 2005, about you know a month and a half in, I was uh, there. There was always clean towels, but at the time we didn't have a towel service, so there was just always a pile of towels. Guys, guys use so many towels per day, um, and we only had yeah. one commercial wash. But I I could have done better. I, I I thought I was one of the guys playing cards out there shagging BP. Um, uh, so they call me in. Oh, and Adam Kennedy rehabs uh, with us. And yeah, I was going to ask you. I remember you mentioned I, that Adam Kennedy was the guy. I didn't. Um, AK. I didn't know the proper etiquette for a big league rehab. Like I'd had Tim Salmon, I'd had Troy Gloss, Shane Halter, um, but uh, you know I didn't really know um, the the proper etiquette with a big league rehabber. So typically at our level, the guy's shoes don't get clean. We provide shoe cleaner. Uh, but there's just, it's just, just me in the clubhouse and my bat boys, but they've got other responsibilities. So um, I didn't do Adam's shoes the, the night before. So he came in and he was like, Hey, do you got any shoe cleaner? And I was like, Oh dude, totally forgot my bad. I go get the shoe cleaner and I drop it at his feet. Well, I guess there was a couple other players in there and what they had heard was, Hey, what's it take to get, uh, to get your shoes cleaned around here? And I just dropped the stuff off at his, at his feet. Mm. and so that uh yeah that got told to um uh, the bosses and uh they had a meeting with me and they were like hey you know this 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 you got to have this this isn't done this isn't done we feel you've been talked to we're gonna have to let you go so i was i was 18 you know most of these guys are the same age as me some of them are younger yeah Uh, so that hurt that that really hurt that was 2005 um so kind of speed it up after i got let go um uh i went into like gamestop i worked at gamestop for a long time i remember that um and then i went uh i went back to sport chalet uh, and i was doing sport chalet a long time so here it is 2012 rest in peace yeah r.i.p sport r.i.p i'd rather be shopping at sport chalet um and so i said uh now it's a new affiliate the new ownership, uh, the Brett brothers on the team. It's a new uh, affiliate. They've got the Dodgers now just fresh in from Inland Empire. Uh, they had swapped affiliates. And so I had messaged GM, you know, for like two years, it seemed like I was messaging him. And he was like, hey, we don't, we don't have anything. Finally, he hits me back up and he's like, we've got a an opening for a bat boy. I was like 26. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's a yeah. way, it's kind of your foot back in the door. And so I was able to keep my job at Sports Chalet, worked there full time. And then, uh, you know, there was time I'd get off at Sports Chalet. I'm running straight to the the field. Yeah, it was right, it was right next door. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was at the Redlands one, not the not the oh, Rancho. Okay. But I started there, transferred to the Redlands one. So it was a little bit uh, hectic. Yeah. Uh, and then 2014, our clubhouse manager uh, left and I applied, uh, right, interviewed for the job and and they gave it to me. So... I've been the clubby for Rancho since 2014, and that's uh, you know short story long. That's um, you know, <laughs> how I kind of got my foot into the door. In Dude, but baseball. you know, I gotta give you a ton of respect, like for that, because like you stuck with it. Like you already knew baseball was gonna be your life. You know, like well, right. When I got fired, I was done. When I got fired, I was just like, well, this sucks. I'm just you know. But after being in retail for 10 years, I was just like, oh. you know. I don't want to be a retail manager. Yeah. No, no yeah. offense, yeah. but that's just, and 
with baseball, there's only like one job that you can get without a degree, you know, even uh, grounds crew, you know, head groundskeeper have to have a degree in turf management and it's not just old school where they've got apprentices that just learn the, learn the ropes. Yeah. Uh, Front office, you got to have, you know, some sort of schooling. And, you know, if you want to be a scout or a coach, it takes a little bit higher level of baseball than I played. So, you know, there was only so many options for me and, there's only one other non-sport or non-playing position that is in the clubhouse, and that's the clubhouse manager. So, um, you know, these the, not having baseball right now sucks. But, yeah, I love it because I get so much more time with the family, but I miss the boys and that, that clubhouse, that camaraderie uh, in the clubhouse is just – you know, and you see all the players talk about it. It's just, I just miss, I, when they retire, they don't miss the game. They miss the relationships and the friendships. Yeah. You're, you are spending more time with, with these guys uh, than you are your family. family most of the yeah. time. Well, the culture is exactly. different. Yeah. Baseball culture is definitely totally different than, you know, being anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. But baseball brotherhood, man, it sticks and <laughs> it doesn't go away. It's, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a part of it. I'm not like a former retired player or anything, but I'm definitely, you know, and my coaches every year tell me too, like, dude, you're a part of the team as much as anybody else. Um, So getting that, that, that respect from the players um, is, is so cool. Hey, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. When I needed some autographs in spring training, my wife (laughs) dropped your name a couple of times. Oh, and uh, JP, Jack Peterson, uh, <laughs> uh, he, oh, he, and, and I thought he's like, how much said, what's up? Is that, the, is that the technique she was talking about? No, no, okay, no, okay. Was but, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was her. And then, um, uh, it was some, I think she tried to get Bellinger, but Bellinger was busy, but he, he remembered you too. So yeah, I mean, belly's belly blew up. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have jock as a, as a clubby, but I was, I was there in 2013, 2012 when he was, uh, when I was a bat boy. And uh, what's funny, quick little story, he had already hit two home runs in the game and he's going up for third at bat or fourth at bat. He might've been, I don't know if it was consecutive at bats that he hit three home runs, but he looks back at me and I'm just like, yo, dude, you're going to hit one. And he was like, ah, we'll see. <laughs> Boom, this one. Third, third home run of the game. Uh, I go pick up his bat and I'm like a, tw- you know, again, I'm like a 26 year old. I'm eight years older <laughs> than this guy. And, um, pick up his bat, give him knuckles. And he just kind of looks at me like you dog, like we kind of <laughs> called it. I was like, Hey, you need to, you need to hit it here. And he yeah. was just like, well, yeah, <laughs> and it's, one, it's one. And then funny the next year, Scott Shebler, big leader for the Reds. Yeah. Uh, he hit a, he had a three home run, uh, home run game when I was bat boying too. So. Maybe um, charm. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah, go right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> love that. <laughs> I, I know you had a pretty yeah, cool experience. You were able to throw uh, uh, for the home run derby for uh, Cody Bellinger. I remember you mentioned that. Yeah, minor at the All Star Game of Minor Leagues um, yeah. in 2015. We were hosting, and um, and the the front office wanted Belly to hit in the home run derby, and he was like, I really don't want him. Like we had a couple guys in the league. Um, AJ Reed was one of them. Big, you know, uh, country boy playing in the with the Jetthawks. They were the Astros affiliate at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, your favorite team, Rube. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so there was just Belly was just like, dude, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure. And Belly was 20 when he was with us in 2015. Yeah. And I think he had had like 18 or 18 home runs at the time. 
And so uh, our coach, Bill Hasselman, a uh, longtime big leaguer, backup catcher um, with the Red Sox, Wakefield, you know, he caught Wakefield a bunch of times. He went to Bell and he was like, hey, it's, I mean, we're hosting. Like, I know you don't want to do it. Because here's the thing, in, in minor leagues, there's three days. It's a, it's a three-day All-Star break. And if you're in the All-Star game and the Home Run Derby, you get like one day off. Yeah. And so a lot of these guys really, really look forward to the days off because, you know, we don't have the travel days that they have in the big leagues. Um, we'll go, we'll maybe get two days off in a month. We're on like 20 game stretches uh, at times mm-hmm. and we don't have the getaway days, the, you know, the, the, the noon start when we're up north because in the minor leagues, especially at our level, we need as many fans as possible to make money. Yeah, you want to so yeah, make it we don't just too. Yeah, it's not like, hey, you guys are going to take off and you're going to get, um, you know, some time to travel. No, it's, you know, 7 a.m. game or 7 p.m. games most of the time. So he finally agrees to do it. He's like, fine, I'll be, I'll do the home run derby. And Hasselman says, uh, well, who do you want to throw? And I had started throwing BP that year for the first time. Funny story is, side note, uh, we were in Lancaster. Left-handed knuckleballer was was uh, pitching that night, and I tell Hass again, caught Wakefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, "Hey, I throw a knuckleball," and he was like, "Gets a glove." He's like, "All right, Perfect. let me see it." <laughs> yep. And I start tossing knucks at him, and he says, "Get this guy a group." Ellie, Ellie was our our coach. Um, sorry, fans. Um, Ellie, Mike Gilbert was our hitting coach. And he's like, "Get him a group." Uh, so I and that was early on in the season, and so. He's like, Belly's like, I want Casey to throw. He comes to me. I'm like, okay. Holy shit, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored. Yeah. And, um, and so the day of the home run derby comes, uh, it's an all-star game. So we're treating these guys like big leaguers. I mean, yeah. you know, we're unpacking their bags. We're packing their bags. We're doing their cleats. We're, you know, some guys travel dirty uh, from the last day uh, of the first half. Mm-hmm. So I've got all these things to do and all these brand new faces that I've never, that I've never met before. And then all of a sudden it's, uh, so I throw a batting practice that, um, that day to kind of help, you know, uh, just loosen my arm up and, and belly to see me that day. And so like, um, Brett Phillips is in that group, um, for the Royals. And there's a couple other guys, um, that I threw to that went on, but I just spacing on the name. Um, but now I got to go do more stuff. And I got to change because I got to be in uniform to throw. Yeah. So I'm in my hitting coach's uniform. Uh, luckily, I squeezed into it. And uh, <laughs> so has, uh, our manager brought in a, a buddy of his, and he threw to everybody. Like everybody that was just one pitcher, he rubber arm, just threw, threw batting practice to everybody, home run derby. And um, we had Sean Green and like Adam Kennedy were kind of like coaches um, mm. for – each respective team because we were playing the Carolina league. And so you could call time and you can load the bases at one point, but with your 10 swings, you could, you can, you had three attempts to hit a grand slam. So it could count for four and uh, oh, that's cool. just tons of different, like, so I get out there and when now I've got a catcher, there's no turtle and there's a, nice. there's, you know, loaded stadium. There's a, our radio guys on the mic and first warm up pitch I spike. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh that's gonna be terrible. And right before I went out, Belly's dad was like, "Hey, like some low and in." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." I'll try. And, um, 
and then our radio guy's like, oh, I bet you never thought you'd, you know, be out here throwing batting practice with a, with a guy on a live mic. And I'm just like, yeah, you're not helping. <laughs> um, so, Brutal. So, so we, you know, I, we got, it took a while to get into a groove and um, we didn't, we, it never really, it never really clicked. He, he was, for whatever reason, it was probably me. I'll take the blame. Uh, but we did hit one home run and, uh, and it was for four. Um, so we got the, we got the bases loaded home run Hell yeah! and, uh, but it was, it was nuts. Uh, it's funny cause I texted belly when he was in the big league home run derby and I was just like, yo, you need somebody to throw to you. He was like, <laughs> nah, I got my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm cool. I was like, man, I could so, use that new truck if you win. Nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's so, awesome. yeah, that was, like, that was pretty nice. cool. Yeah. That's cool. You're getting to have those relationships yeah. and experiences like, because minor league baseball for a lot of these guys isn't fun. Like they're working to get somewhere. And if you can help. Oh, it's them, fun. Oh, it's fun. Oh yeah. I know. But I mean, for some guys, you're winning. Like, yeah. 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 And, and some guys, you know, yeah. they're, they're trying to make it and they're trying right. to make a name for themselves. And, and it's, it's a process. And, and if you can help them any way you can, something as little as that could boost them to the next level. And it, I'm sure they, I, I hear horror stories of guys on, on the road from low A you know, double A that came back and they're just like, dude, my socks were always wet. Uh, my, you know, we showed up one day and our jerseys were dripping wet. Like, and oh, we had a, a, wow. a day game and you see, you know, there's, there's a Instagram out there. Um, like minor league grinders. Minor league grinders. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've submitted a few pictures <laughs> to that and he's posted it. Um, one of my guys cut off socks. It was, we were freezing cold. We didn't have gloves. We cut off uh the tops of the socks and use them as mittens wow Um, (laughs) uh, there's so many things you know guys using bowls for coffee because you run out of cups luckily it's never been anything like that where they have to hang their jersey of course uh, uh, occasionally there's a jersey that maybe the armpits are a little bit wet um so you just kind of dry it out a little bit but um it's tough it's tough in the minor leagues for everybody and when you don't have the equipment uh, that they've got in the big league, you know, big leagues, they've got three dryers, three commercial washers. They got seven attendants, um, tons of guys. And it's me. And especially you, huh? I travel, you know, I travel with them. So it's, uh, you know, when we're loading the bus, I've got to make sure that everything is on the bus because I'm getting on the bus. It's not like, uh, you know, I get to just go home after the bus is loaded on a, on an away game. Um, and now I'm, having to deal with, you know, I pretty much know where all the stores are on the road, where I can get this, where I can get that. Um, you know, I'm doing research on the bus, like, Hey, this is a new hotel. All right. Where am I? If I need beer, if I need sodas, if I need, uh, plates, utensils, whatever, you know, where's the smart and final, where's the Costco. Um, yeah. and, and the bus drivers are super awesome too. I'll jump on the bus and we'll go, um, you know, before we head to the hotel or before we head to the stadium. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, these these guys, it's it's a mindset, and the Dodgers do a really really good job of making sure that these guys know, hey, you don't like it, play better. You know, if you don't like it in eight ball, play better. You yeah. want to get the big league, go out there and throw more strikes, go out there and hit more doubles, like make contact, better contact. And so it's a, it's a mindset for a lot of these guys, and, and it's a maturity factor. Some guys are, are riding their natural talent, and some guys are having to grind for it, and and hustle and it's the Dodgers do a really good job every the clubhouse is always mesh well 2015 when we won the first championship um God not only was it um 
a good clubhouse, but they were just studs too. If someone get called up, uh, that was the year we had Belly. Uh, we had Scott Barlow in the big leagues. Chase DeYoung traded from Toronto with Tim LaCastro in the big leagues. Um, someone got called up. We got Alex Verdugo from Great Lakes. And then somebody else got called up. We got Willie Calhoun for, from Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. We had in that championship series, we had three big leaguers. We had Trevor Oaks, Scott Barlow, Chase DeYoung with Cody Bellinger, Alex Verdugo, Willie Calhoun, wow. Timmy LaCastro. Like, wow. <laughs> Damn. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just to name a few. Mm. I mean, uh, Brock Stewart wasn't – he was shut down. He was on an innings limit. He wasn't even starting. And, you know, he's in the big league. So, yeah. Um, the And then 2018 is the same thing. And it was – the Dodgers really, really do a good job of – you know, they don't, they don't really do a ton of rules. You know, they don't care how long your hair is. They don't care how long your beard is. If you want to wear your pants down, wear your pants high. Like they, they want these guys to be themselves and to have fun. And then that, mm-hmm. that's one less excuse, you know, Oh, well, I didn't, you know, I had to do this and I didn't, it messed with my, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, they draft really well. And, uh, and, and it's a really character driven um, players that they get, not just that. Cause you can be, you don't have to be the best, but if you're, if you're meshing and you're in a good, uh, it elevates, everybody elevates, uh, around and the, the staffs, the, the coaches, the, the roving instructors, I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading something about a scouting with the Dodgers and well, just overall in the MLB and the Dodgers and the Rays are the two top teams when it comes to scouting and oh, Andrew, yeah, Andrew Friedman. Yeah, and and it's just like they have a certain way how they do things, and it works. And I'm surprised a lot of other teams haven't caught on to that. Um, but they they have a system that just it, it's killer. Well, they're trying, and that's why every every year, um, you know, Dodgers coaches are getting manager jobs. You know, and yeah, that's, that's why true. they're all leaving I agree because with everybody wants to uh, to to pull into that that you know even strength coaches and mm-hmm. um, like our strong line department even like our, our mental coaches uh, are getting pulled because they want they want that Dodger um, aspect because everything that the yeah. Dodgers are doing um, works you know and, and then when they get cheated against it really sucks we get robbed we get the Red Sox who <laughs> suck Oh, <laughs> I was going to ask Mariners, you about that. I don't I'm not worried about the Mariners. <laughs> well, well, this is what I want to ask you, because I know you have a relationship with these players, and some of them are big leaguers now. Have they? Have you had conversations with these guys, like talking about that kind of issue, like with the cheating? And Not really. No. no it's uh, why I don't, I don't want to be that guy that tries to bring it up. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't think maybe they vent to you because you're somebody to talk to. I mean, you have that really not really because a lot of the a lot of these guys are a couple years removed now. Like, yeah, there's not too many of them that are, um, you know, I'll I'll send an occasional happy birthday or Merry Christmas, and I'll get some text back and stuff. But um, yeah, I, you know, they've they've now had two or three, four extra clubbies since uh, since yeah. they worked with me. So I get them for about a year, and you know, Matt Beatty, Tony Gonsolin, Dustin May solid solid dudes um but i've you know i've had a really close relationship with them you know mm. more so than you know i couldn't text jock uh belly's okay uh but he's got so much stuff going on bueller yeah. so much stuff going on he, he's um, up here i don't he, really he, have he's anything that level uh, he's got a lot going on yeah i don't have anything nl mvp and future scion winner like you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't fault them uh for not wanting to talk to their 2016 clubby um, yeah <laughs> but uh but no, I mean, I've uh, I've talked to a couple of coaches about it, uh, but not nothing in great detail. 
because what you know what's that what's that going to do but but hash it up and yeah and there's, i think there's, I think there's, there's a lot of something going on a lot of players are trying to move on from it and i'm sure it yeah. upset them but they want to move on i know i, I want yeah, to i mean but i can't <laughs> so yeah. it's, it, it sucks um and then well, like you know the, it's always it's always next year you know well you know there's nothing we can do about it we got another season yeah. Well, except for this season, you know, there's always another season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll just get them next time. So for us, uh, you know, inside the clubhouse, it's just, uh, you know, and I'm even a little different because I'm, I'm not actually playing. All I'm doing is, you know, supporting the team and washing their undies where <laughs> they're out there actually getting uh, uh, getting gypped of it. So, no, I didn't I, I didn't really uh, – I didn't even – it's just I didn't even tweet about it. Like I put one little video, my mom's donkey was kicking, uh, or their neighbor's donkey was kicking like a, a can, and I was just like, "Oh, it sounds like a curveball coming." Uh, <laughs> nice. I'm just, nice. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just so skeptical just because I'm in in baseball yeah. uh, that I just I I'm pretty cautious about what I tweet as far as opinions or or, or this or that. I'd just rather not have anything for them to get mad at me about <laughs> yeah and, and then you have the vocal players like trevor ballard like he he's out there he don't care like he just puts it out there yeah and then but, there's the guys that are very humble they're just like i'm not gonna talk about it so you have two ends of the spectrum and, and the times are changing um yeah. you know the media is going to press them that's that's their job but i i can say that a lot of these players have been very humble about it and just kind of like they're letting the fans deal with it and the fans yeah. are take, they're going to take care of business when it comes to that. Yeah, and I'm sure that's uh, I, I've only met uh, Dave Roberts a couple times, uh, but um, I'm sure that's coming from them and the and the front office. It's what's yeah. you know you you let a couple of the veterans take care of it. You know, Belly became a veteran last year or this mm -hmm. off season when he was talking about it. Turner talked about it in, in great length, but you don't see uh, you know Kike really saying too much. Um, Kenley might have sent a couple a couple words here or there, but yeah. everyone's just like, "What? It's what can we do? You know, let a couple guys talk about it. It's out there. It's said. Yeah. You know, let's just go make it to the World Series again." Yeah, and I, I feel like the Astros like they really kind of kind of pushed the other way mm -hmm. with Carlos Correa talking yeah. to get the belly and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, cut it out. Like, <laughs> shut your mouth. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. I got Correa's autograph here. So. Oh, you can. I could wipe my ass with it if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another thing, I know that you had an experience, which was really cool, when the Dodgers actually came down to Rancho Cucamonga to play the Quakes in an exhibition game. Oh, gosh, yeah. And um, I, I didn't get to that make it to that my, game. I was, I was trying to, but I'm sure that was a really cool experience for you. That was my first year as a Bat Boy. And um, so I worked that game. What was funny is the, the Dodgers got the home clubhouse, but mm. then during the game they were in the visiting dugout. Gotcha. So it was like really weird. And, and it was Quakes versus Dodgers, but it was so early in spring training, the teams weren't even set up. So it was just kind of a prospects versus Dodgers. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know if I had any of those guys um, that season, uh, or at least to start the season that played against. Uh, oh, but wow. yeah, gosh, Jerry Harrison was on that, uh, on that team. I Adrian Gonzalez, the first time I saw him, I didn't, I didn't catch too much of it. So they come, yeah. they came in a couple hours before the game and, you know, and then that was it. It was just a one day out. thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, one of the, one of the guys broke Jerry's bat. And I remember he, he got that bat. He signed it in the dugout, had me run it over to the visiting side and like gave it to the pitcher. It was just like, Hey, nice pitch, you know, something along those right. lines. Like 
you know, here's you shattered my bat. Like, thanks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. That was pretty early. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Uh, pretty early on in the um, the Dodger relationship with the with the Quakes. That's cool, man. Like, it, it's a it's it's a cool experience to experience that. And not everybody can say that they have. And um, like I said, or DH said too, like with a lot of respect because you you work hard for that. Yeah. And we one hundred respect, like one hundred respect you because you're you're doing a great job, man. Like I I see you at the games when I go, I appreciate it. and yeah. I see you working. Like you say hi and you always say what's up because yeah. and because we're home. Time. But yep. you're always you're always doing your job, and I always see you working. And I see no time you. to get hot shot autographs. Yeah, there you go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're doing a great job, man, and uh, I appreciate it because the players play better, and it's my favorite team. So you're helping them. There you go win so <laughs> i'm happy with it <laughs> it seems like a lot of work though you know to have to deal with 25 players all at once like my divas probably <laughs> oh that's just 25 on the roster uh on the active <laughs> roster there's okay uh there's typically somebody on the on the dl uh we've got uh you know it's it, in the minor leagues now it's not just three coaches it's not just a hit, manager hitting coach pitching mm-hmm. coach you know we've got a fourth coach we've got a um uh the strength coach we've got the athletic trainer gosh we've got the uh you know the video guys we've got the mental coaches like we've got, i think with me there's 10 people on the staff um wow. and and then you've got you know typically between 26 and 27 players um sometimes that goes up depending on some a bad string of injuries uh i think i've had up to 40 players uh before and then we get rehabbers and then you're mm-hmm. scrambling to get uh, a locker for one of them and or two of them or three of them there was one time we had four guys in the four rehabbers in the active roster and a fifth guy that was there on his off day uh because he was rehabbing um and that was i mean that wasn't fun it was fun but it was crazy because now you know as soon as it looks like i'm giving preferential treatment to the, the my guys and we're like oh you don't do that for me oh you you do that for him and yeah. <laughs> like well you know so, so does that you don't mean like that, it? Play better. Yeah. Does, so, <laughs> in that instance, does it mean you got to, uh, guys got to share uh, lockers or something like that? Like, how many lockers are in the club? Yeah. There's, we've got, oh gosh, I think we've got like 31 lockers. Okay. Um, but you know, it, and I take up one of those. We've got a pretty small, uh, fairly small clubhouse. So I use one locker as kind of my locker slash office for the most part. Um, and then um <laughs> come say hi this is riley hi riley hi. they're saying hi she can't. how you doing hi. How old is she? are you getting ready for bed no yeah, it's almost bedtime <laughs> she just turned six all right thank you baby um, yeah there's like there's like 30 lockers and it gets it gets pretty full yeah um there's been times where i've had to you know we had trevor cahill um where i was just like he comes in and i'm like man I, I don't have a locker for you and it feels bad and most of these guys the pitchers especially like i don't care you know just find me a place to set my bag down i'm gonna be here for a few hours and yeah. then and then i'm out um and then even some guys will at least offer like, Hey, you, you know, you need to hang your pants here, put your wallet here or whatever. Um, you know, feel free. And they're just like, no, they're all really, really cool about it. I haven't had anybody that's really been pissed off that there's, there's not a spot for them and they get it. You know, yeah. they've all, they've all been in the minors. 
um, and and they they pretty much understand it is what it is. We're all grinding, so not like, not like you can exactly go yeah. in the back and build them a locker. Room right. On the spot. <laughs> the space is the space. You know, that, yeah. that, it's what I got, and I kind of tell them that too. Like, you know, here it is. <laughs> Love that dad life. Uh, oh yeah. So, I know that like a lot of minor leaguers like to joke around and they have like jokes that they play on other players and things like that. What's the funniest one you've seen? That's a good one. Oh, I can't tell it. I can't <laughs> <tell> it. <laughs> it was bad. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm not going to name any names. Um, but one guy uh, had somebody text his phone and then pretended it was a uh, like a hookup. Oh, it was man. like it was like yo i'm pregnant <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. and so he went to the he went to the guy and was like yo dude look at this i just got that he's like he didn't believe it, was like, yeah, <laughs> I don't believe it. and it, it took a little convincing but he, he he got convinced but then it was quickly like they quickly shut it down after that he was, <laughs> yeah I mean, you don't want to piss anybody dude. off yeah. <laughs> and then they don't play good that uh, night well, they have a bad night because they're stressed out <laughs> and then so i'm, I'm sure there's been a ton um a ton of other ones i could uh, you know i can't really think of any right now other than that uh but i'm also doing other stuff too they you know there's yeah. times i'm sure there's a lot of stuff in the hotel rooms um or in the the bat the the, the hitters in the batting cage are, are talking crap I spent a lot of time with the pitchers. Uh, we'll play hacky sack before. Uh, oh yeah, I've before seen they that. start playing catch and stuff. Um, yeah. We got to stay loose, man. We got yeah. to get the hips activated. Get the yeah. hips going. Uh, it's it's, hippie, dude, you know, with the hacky sack. Gonsolin, <laughs> yeah, Gonsolin would actually Gonsolin would actually come out on start day and play a little hacky sack just to just to get his legs loose. Yeah. Really? Okay, so he's in like full uniform on like a Sunday day game. Uh, you know, an hour and a half before he's gonna start getting his routine ready and he's out there playing hacky sack with him and he was like one it's part of my routine and two i like to get my uh, i like to get my my hip flexors going and all that so um I, yeah I, but i'm yeah, sure I, there's a ton of other jokes probably yeah it is probably a good way to get loose you're, you're moving around and yeah you're getting your legs swinging so it, it gets it gets pretty crazy so you just gotta you know uh especially the top prospects you're like whoa, whoa, whoa hey you know don't go chasing after that it's not worth it you know <laughs> and Robert, you play some flips or, though? you know no, we, it's it's um it's turned into almost like a full recess for us. Where the, there's guys playing catch with the football. Uh, we'll get one of the aerobie frisbees out there. Wow, uh, the hacky sack. Um, yeah, one year we had spike ball. Uh, it's yeah, I mean it's everyone's just kind of staying loose and um, but no, no flip, no uh, no pepper. Um, we actually see other teams after we leave there when they come to us the next time they're playing hacky sack now. Oh, that's great you guys are influencing nice. it's just like yeah, I mean, oh, okay like, i see you guys yeah like flip like we i mean we had some epic games between the oh, me yeah. me you ralph uh somebody else was on there that we got on oh, who was on a there? lot of people man oh uh, i just i, 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 I always used to go to war i think it was gammy yeah gammy 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 would uh he'd get into it and uh we had we had a lot of fun playing flip it's just like it's kind of like disappearing now that that hurts me yeah because we put a, well, yeah, we everyone's looking at it. computers and looking at their spin rates and looking at their, you know, their vertical yeah. break and, you know, reading, checking the rap soto and checking all this information, which is good. But yeah, you still gotta still gotta break out some baseball some classics. 
and, and break up the monotony because that's one thing that baseball can be is Groundhog Day. You know, it's just yeah. the same thing every day. So if you've got something to look forward to with a little bit of fun, uh, a little bit of looseness before it just keeps it light. So, um, yeah, it's 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 crazy how many times I don't know what day it is. I just know <laughs> it's seven oh five game or it's a day game. You know, and I've yeah. got a couple days ahead, and that's about it. People are like, "Hey, this game, you know, in three weeks," and I'm just like, "I'm trying to look for a pair of socks that are lost." Like, I, I'm yeah, not worried yeah. About, yeah, you know, three weeks, <laughs> three weeks from now. Uh, that kind of leads me to my next question. When you mentioned the technology, um, we we talked to Jesse Chavez a couple weeks ago. And we were talking about kind of like how people are using that technology at that level. Yeah. Are they using that as well? We are. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're traveling with the, uh, the rap Soto, which is basically at most minor league stadiums, there's this big square. It looks almost like a plexiglass screen uh, behind home plate. Uh, and that's called the track man. So that's basically a, almost a radar that's actually tracking spin rate um location of the plate uh, velo all that's actually more accurate because uh, you can find that on on websites the pitchers mm. can use that from like baseball reference um and uh, and some other stat uh based websites and um so yeah we started traveling with uh with the rap soto and we've got so much equipment that we're using uh in the hit in the batting cages uh, on the field for BP, that rotate because that same machine can rotate from pitching to exit below on uh, and launch angles and trajectories wow. and all that stuff. So it's made it's made my job a little tougher because we're still dealing with the same size clubhouses, but every year we're getting more coaches and we're getting yeah. more technology, which is great. Uh, and you, but it, and it, you it have to travel with that technology. Yeah, it's not now. It's that it, that's none of, of my responsibilities, just because you know uh, we have the super slow mo camera, the Edutronic, and that's a ten thousand dollar camera. You know, wow. so uh, our coach is is handling our um, basically our tech coach is uh, is traveling with that, and he's got them in the super secure cases. Um, but yeah, we look like a video crew, uh, you know, yeah. like a movie production getting wow. off the bus. There's just all these cases, um, but it's 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 it works i mean yeah some guys can get get lost in the data mm -hmm. but if i mean and some guys still just don't need it they just want to watch some video on you know, yeah, their release points that's stuff. what i was but, gonna ask you know uh, it's like it's there if you want it you know but if 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 not and no they try to teach you know, the coaches will try to teach uh um like this is what we're looking for and why you know why did you throw this here in this spot as opposed and okay, I would have thrown this in this spot. You know, you set them up with this pitch, and now here. So there's tons of video that's being used. We don't have fancy video rooms. We've just got laptops and and wherever blank space that you can find to to set up. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's there's there's printout sheets and you know this uh, for the hitters. Here's what this pitcher does in certain counts, uh, hot zones, cold zones uh, for the pitchers. You know it's it's crazy it's it's definitely come a long way from when i first got in where it was just like a yeah. couple pitchers sitting in the stands charting that's what know, i was gonna that was gonna be my next yeah, question like how how do you how do you see that progression like with the tech because you've been with been with the club for a while now like how mm -hmm. are are the minor league players better because of like in your opinion are these minor league players getting better because of this technology or do you feel like it's still oh, yeah. kind of I mean, divided? Just the amount of guys, just the amount of pitchers that are throwing, you know, 95 consistently, you know, compared to, and it's kind of the same story in the big leagues from the 80s and 90s. You know, there was a couple guys that would throw 100. 
now you're not in the bullpen if you're not throwing you know 96. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely changed. Um, I've even seen uh, Connor McGinnis. He's he was our pitching coach for uh, the previous two years, and I think it was 18 and, and 19. And uh, he's now the assistant pitching coach for the Dodgers. I mean, he's he's turned guys throwing 92 and then found a glitch in their in their mechanics with the video and the data mm-hmm. and the spin efficiency. And as soon as you can tweak that and you you know, there, here's three, four, five extra miles an hour wow. and you know, this much more movement on your pitches. So um, the technology has definitely improved the game. It's made it harder for the hitters because the pitchers yeah, are sure. nasty. I can imagine. Yeah. Pitchers are getting nastier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They let you play with it? <laughs> I wouldn't want it, no. Um, <laughs> not with my arm. Not after not after breaking my arm in a beer league game. Uh, I, now, yeah, I ain't messing with that. Well, uh, tell us about that. Like, what happened exactly? Like, I remember it was pretty. Well, it, it was it the was perfect. Pretty... I remember you called it the perfect storm. Yeah. Oh, well, kind of. Oh, well, first I'll lead with uh, just kind of my my career of injuries. It started. I had a slap tear in my rotator cuff. I was playing shortstop. Um, God, it all started. I was. Hey, slow pitch softball is legit. Don't you say <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, you know, K- Casey would always wear the, uh, the baseball pants playing shortstop for, you oh, know. I, yeah. I've seen Casey lay out and make some fucking crazy-ass catches. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the nice thing about slow pitch softball is you can stay active. Mm-hmm. You know, you can play Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, and yeah. go play hardball on Sunday. Yeah. And then you're back. So you can fair, never fair miss. Enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. You, you know what? I, I, I couldn't hit a fucking softball. softball to save my life, so I don't know why. <laughs> you I, you I stand at third base with a big hitter up at <laughs> Big League Dreams. Um, now, so yeah, I was playing shortstop. <laughs> I was playing shortstop, and my arm, I just couldn't make the throw anymore. I transitioned to second base, transition, stopped pitching, transitioned to first base, and uh, and then had surgery on it, you know, uh, then back to pitching. So my first major injury, uh, championship game, we were at uh, Upland Memorial. Uh, I think we were in the, I think it was the Aztec league. Um, I'm playing with the uh, SoCal Titans. We had Dave Nolasco on the team. Okay. Uh, we've actually had uh, Wes Littleton, a uh, former big leaguer with the, the Rangers actually holds the record for, he got the save in that Rangers 30 run to like, wow. it was like 30 to five. Oh, yeah. He got Against the save. Baltimore? Um, and he's in the, he's, he's got a ball in, in Cooperstown because of that. Uh, but he came out and played. And so it was like a 0-2 count. I'm like, you know what? Pitch this guy outside and uh, fastball in the outer half connects with it. As I'm coming through, ball hits off of the top of the glove, hits me in the face. I remember And that. I get a broken nose, orbital socket, and cheekbone. Ball <laughs> bounced over to the first baseman. We got the out. I'm out of the game. Hey, you um, got the out. <laughs> we got, got the, the assist. Out. <laughs> I don't think we got the win though. Yeah. Uh, after that, the team was a little deflated. Yeah. Um, and then so yeah, probably six months later, a year later, I'm back uh, playing. We were at Carter, and I had the guy like one two, and I was just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna juice it up a little bit, you know, strike this guy out, throw him throw him a high heater, and as I'm coming through, arm just goes snap, and oh. just kind of falls down. Ball takes off towards the third base dugout. Um, I had no idea what it was. The pain, I think it was more shock. I don't, I'm sure there was pain, but I don't really yeah. feel it. Um, and uh, so I'm kind of kneeling down with my arm, holding my arm. 
And then, like, the other guys on the team are just, like, trying to pick me up. I'm like, don't, don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah, I don't know if my elbow's blown out. I don't know if I blew out my ligaments, whatever. Um, my brother's Rialto firefighter, and so a bunch of his guys, we were at Carter, uh, guys from his station, were like, Casey, man, now what? You know, another injury because uh, they knew about my face. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we go to the hospital, and, uh, yeah, it was a spiral fracture of the humerus. Oh, uh, I guess crazy. there was just enough pressure from the tricep wow. uh, to just push opposite on my arm. So I got a nice little, there you oh, go. Wow. You got a nice little reminder. Jeez. Uh, wow. What's uh, funny is all wow. the questions I get, oh, you play baseball. Is that, is that Tommy John? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> no. no, I would have been throwing harder after this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was a rod with with 11, 11 screws, forty staples to 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 staple me back up and on the arm, and uh, it's never really been the same, you know. Yeah. But I did end up pitching again a little bit, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't anything balls. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> no, so That's, you could, you could always make it as a knuckleballer, man, because that knuckleball is dirty. You still got to be able to diet up a little bit in a certain occasion. You know, Tim oh, Wakefield yeah, still sure. threw a fastball. Yeah, that's true. yeah, it was like 88. I don't know. Yeah, probably 68. <laughs> you, you live and die by the knuckleball because one yeah. time it's not going to dance and it's just yeah. going to float. So what if, like, now that you're kind of home now, you're not – well, you, I know you moved to Vegas. Um, yeah. And I know you're going to be making it happen with the, with the club. But what are you doing right now? Like, I know you're, I know you're antsy to get back out there. And is there any word on minor league starting back up at all? Um, so yeah, we're we're doing a lot of projects around the house, stuff that um, that I'm never here for. You know, this is seven years of of no summers that now my wife has uh, you know got me home a little bit. Oh, she's so she's loving it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm cooking every night, and dinners are great. And she's <laughs> like one of these. I don't want you to go back to work. Hey, can you um, can you still but, make that uh, that famous Casey burger? Ooh, the cheeseburgers? I don't even know what that is. You don't remember when we would come over yeah, to your house? And, what, remember we'd come over to your house, we'd go work out at the at the uh at the park, and then we'd go to your house and make burgers. Sure, man. Oh, come <laughs> on, bro. Like you used to make cheeseburgers all the time. Dude, I've been making cheeseburgers my whole life. I don't remember. <laughs> he, he's like, he doesn't remember the one time. He yeah, doesn't remember the Casey burger. The Casey burger. We I are... guess the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's probably still the way I make burgers. Oh, no, I, I remember they were bomb, dude. I remember we'd go over there all the time. Oh, there you go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've been uh, – golf courses are open again, so uh, hitting up yeah. the golf courses. Uh, but just spending time in, 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 with the kids – yeah. And I miss so much time with them uh, during the season. Yeah, I get six months of uh, of no work in the off season and and all the taking the kids to school and picking them up. But um, there's still six months that uh, that I get to miss out on family birthdays and you know um, yeah. my wife's birthdays right around Mother's Day. So there's times there's been like one time where I've actually been off on her birthday. Um, you know, our wedding anniversary is in the middle of June because naturally we got married before I was in baseball right. or back in baseball. So we didn't schedule that for uh, a fall fall wedding. So we, we normally celebrate our together anniversary, uh, which is in March, as opposed to our wedding anniversary, which is in uh, which is in June. So, um, no, it's it's just been wake up and 
go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> nice. Uh, how are your parents but as far as, Oh, I mean, uh, dad's a little bored. Mom's, uh, she's up in Oregon with my, with my grandma hanging out with her, uh, Grandpa recently passed, so she with the COVID. Hard to hear that. Uh, it's been a little hard for for Grandma, so she went up to uh, just kind of keep her company. Uh, but other than that, health wise, um, everybody's everybody's solid. Uh, still up in Devore, you know, just living the retired life. That's it's good, good, man. Chilling. Pretty uh, pretty sweet bat rack you got behind you there too. Oh, yeah, I'm wondering sexy. if any of those are autographed, or are those? Oh, I mean, come on, man. Of course oh, they're. Yeah, look at that. I see some pine tar uh, on those. Mizuno, yeah, that one's a farmer. They look like gaming. Kyle Matt. Farmer there, Juan Uribe, Matt Beatty, Jock Peterson, Adrian Gonzalez, Will nice. Smith, uh, Gavin Lux, Tim Salmon, Howie Kendrick, and then awesome. the, the Seeger up in the uh, in the case there. That's a Corey that, Seeger. That, right that, that that's a that's a Michael's bat case spotted a mile away. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> yeah, right here, dog. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Dang man. So uh, yeah. any word on like when minor leagues are making, coming back at all or? It's just kind of waiting on I it. haven't been told anything. Um, nothing's going to be official uh, until Major League Baseball uh, well, has something official. Out, yeah. uh, you know, the um, minor leagues can't get away with TV deals. Uh, so having no fans, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that's going to work with, uh, with, with baseball, you know, at, at the minor league level. Uh, I foresee just them being at the, at the spring training facilities and using it as a, as a spring training style uh, where they're just, you know, the three backfields are being used for the minor leagues because you can't have the, the, the minor leaguers uh, just stay home and work out in a batting cage uh, or uh, throw off. A, yeah. Yeah. So um, and, and if there's injuries at the big league level, you still need to pull, pull guys. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have the taxi squad, uh, but you're going to need to refill the taxi squad, um, you know, with somebody else. So, um, we'll see. I mean, there's, there's technically still time, but, uh, it's not looking good, but I haven't been told anything officially by, by my team or even, even my, my manager that was going to be at Rancho this year, he hasn't been told anything. So it's all dependent on the MLB, on the owners and, uh, and the players union. How are you going to keep on with uh, Casey's clubhouse crafts if you got no broken bats? <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, there's back stock. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Nice. I've got plenty. I've got plenty. <laughs> oh, dude. How'd that, and how'd if that I have to, I could, dip in, I could dip into the, you know, the, the Juan Uribe or the Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, special order. So how did that come about? You were just starting to starting to think of different ideas uh with you know broken equipment or game used equipment that you could Yeah, I'd kind of gotten an idea well. and I was just like, you know what, I got six boxes of bats in my garage. You know, got with my dad and I'm just like, yo, we can we can probably do this. So we just kind of fiddled around with it. Yeah. Uh the problem was finding a bottle opener that actually worked. Uh okay. the first we went to a woodworking store. And there was a bottle opener, but it had like a round like collar uh, on the neck mm. and it wouldn't work with the other cuts of the bat. Cause you know, we've got, you know, there's the handle. So it would have worked with the handle uh, because the round collar, but when you take the barrel of it and mm. you know, there's the cup there, this is probably from a sand bat cause they've got the writing yeah. on the cup. Um, but a collar ain't going to work on a triangle. Um, yeah. right. So this is, um, you know, it, we, we ended up finding um, finding some bottle openers from China and committed because it was a minimum of 500. 
and uh, we, you know, there we go. We found one we liked, and we put, we placed the order. Uh, and now we, I mean, we're not getting a ton of sales. You know, I don't pay, I don't have a website, but there's a lot of word of mouth, and I get a lot of players' wives and girlfriends. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool messages, and we'll do groomsmen gifts. Uh, you know, we just had Royce Lewis. Uh, his 21st birthday was coming up. Um, so his, his girlfriend hit me up and was like, I want to get him something. She sent me one of his bats and we made it for him. And she was like, I couldn't wait. I had to give it to him early. Uh, <laughs> so Adrian, you know, we, we, with some rehabbers, Adrian, it's always broke a bat, you know, cut it up. Uh, his last is the next day was his last day on rehab. My dad rushed it and got it, got it to him. And I've actually seen a video where, uh, it's, uh, at his man cave and he was doing a little tour of his trophy room and, and nice. we, uh, I, there was, you know, only only I would know where it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. But but I saw it, and uh, you know, so that's uh, the ball displays. Um, you know, we started doing stuff with the ball displays, so that when the manufacturer, um, you know, carves the bat out, there's these two little ends still left on on the bat. Uh, so they chop those off, and then there's the bat. Found a bunch, and they were like, we don't know what to do with them, but we can't get rid of them. And so I was like, well, let's, you know, let, let me get some and see what my dad could come up with. And he's sitting in his bedroom one day, looks up at my first home run ball with the reds on the pony reds. Uh, oh, yeah. And it was a grand slam. And he's like, ding, ding, ding. You know, it was nice. a cheap gold base uh, display, takes off the globe, kind of, you know, uh, fake mounts it to the, uh, the wood. And it was just like, that's, that's it. So they're a little harder to, to understand. Yeah, you know, with a with a bottle opener, you know, it's a bottle yeah. opener. But with the ball display, it actually takes a little bit of uh, of story for them to be like, oh, that's actually from a carved bat. You know, yeah, it's advanced baseball easy. players would know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> dude, that's pretty nice, though. I mean, I just to be there on that much baseball on a regular basis. Yeah. has got to be pretty sweet. Right. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I haven't woken up and been like, God, I got to go to work today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How about the, how about you, know, the you, don't, you don't work a day in a life or you don't work a day in your life when you love what you do for sure yeah are you, are you still making the taps for the beer for the beer for the beer cakes those aren't as profitable those are more dangerous cut so we'll do them on a special occasion or if, okay. or if a bat that's broken happens to um kind of lead us to to make yeah. a tap handle um but yeah it's not something that we've got consistently on you know uh, just chopping them up, but yeah, there's some tap handles that we could do them out of the handles real easy. But it's yeah. the, it's the ones with the logos that uh, I think look better. Uh, but those are a little those are a little harder. Yeah, yeah, I, I can say that your product though is top notch. It does it yeah. is great stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have two of your openers, and uh, you know they're great. I love it. I yeah. use it all the time. And they're beautiful to look at. Oh yeah, sure. and you were like, and, and I appreciate because you found me a Dodger one. <laughs> And I remember you're oh, yeah. like, I, I got you one. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. So, oh, uh, it's favor for a favor, but yeah, I, I took care of you. Yeah, so it, it was good. <laughs> were you, were you, yeah, I, mean, I, I got some, I got some in the works for you guys. You know, don't feel oh, left okay. out. All right. Nice. All yeah. right. Cool. Dude. Thanks, man. You're too good to us. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, Ruben, yeah, you already got some. I'm not, th I'm talking about DH. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, I got enough. We're, we're very lucky. We're very lucky. We, we just received a gift last night. It's actually just right, right up there here. There we go. We got it, it's a little lighter box. It's got our logo in it. So, Nice. Were you, so were you in the um, were you in the minors when uh, when Trout was coming up too? No, oh, yeah, I think it was like 2010, 2008. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. uh, something yeah, like that. that. Right I, back, right? uh, I was in the middle of my retail my retail years. I miss yeah, I miss right. Trout. I miss Trumbo. Um, a couple of the Garrett Richards. Uh, a couple of those guys. But mm -hmm. 
Uh, I've seen him. I've seen him in rehab. I've seen Trout against us at Inland Empire. Uh, he rehabbed with the 66ers. Mm. Uh, and then um, Garrett Richards two different times with the 66ers and with the uh, Storm, the Padres affiliate. So yeah. uh, I've ended up catching their autograph on the uh, on the end around. So I, I know you're a, a huge Angel fan. Like, <laughs> I know when – how is it working for the Crosstown rival, you know? Like, you're working for the Dodgers. And I know, like, ballplayers are ballplayers, and you're, and you're establishing these relationships. Yeah. But as a fan, like, does it kind of oh, like – My fandom is totally, you know, side by side. Uh, it's – or, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Dodgers now because I can look at the – at the lineup almost any day and see a guy that's my friend that yeah. I, that I've worked with. So, um, yeah, the Dodgers are solid. I still pay attention to both. Uh, I actually mm -hmm. follow the Dodgers more now, uh, just because they're on the TV in the clubhouse, you know, watching yeah, the, yeah. watching the big league team, um, or catching our guy that, that got, you know, when Bueller made his debut or D may made his debut, uh, watching them in the clubhouse. Uh, Cause it's, you know, a couple of years ago, they were playing with guys that are, that I'm standing next to. So, um, I've seen a lot of debuts, from guys, you know, we had Bueller in like 2017, and in, at the, you know, he was he went from A ball to the big leagues. You know, oh, same yeah. with Brock Stewart, um, same with Andrew Tolles, um, where it's you know where that jump is made, and it's just like, dude, he was just here. I, funny, two months ago. Funny you mentioned Andrew Tolles because they're different. calling him the king of social distancing right now. Nobody's heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> And like, I hope he's well. Hey, come on, man. I hope come he's on, well, man. but but still, like, you know, he was, he's a good ball player, man. And and like, I know he had his struggles, and I don't know, I don't know what's going on with him, but I hope he comes Neither back. Neither do soon. I. It was that guy could hit, and he was a first pitch, you know, ambusher, and he would connect, and he was fast, and he was a good defender, a uh, good defender. Uh, yeah, man, I I I loved watching his interviews uh, in the postseason where he was still uh, – I just saw a Facebook memory, and uh, he had his goggles on, and he dropped like an S-bomb. He was like, <laughs> oh, shit, man, like on the camera. And I was just like, that was live TV. And, and of course, he was doing it with the glasses. But, uh, yeah, I, I said maybe 30 words to the guy. Um, but I but I didn't dislike him at all. He was just all about his business. and yeah. uh, He's trying to go somewhere. Yeah, and he, and he did it. Now. Yeah. Is yeah. there anybody uh, coming up, uh, like for example, last season that um, you know you think people should pay attention to for the Dodgers? Gosh, dude, I mean, last season in my mind, it's so far away. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I haven't, I haven't, literally, I haven't worked since you know middle of September. Um, Seems like forever ago. Yeah. yeah. God, I mean, Jacob Amaya um, is probably going to be a guy that you hear about, uh, middle infielder or kind of a utility infielder. Um, I had Omar Estevez a couple of years ago. So I had a Cuba. He was a double A last year or the majority last year. I think he got to triple A. DJ Peters. Yeah, DJ um, Peters is he's a high end prospect. Glendora guy. Yeah. yeah he's uh, he's been a triple A the last like year and a half. Uh, big time pop. Yeah. It's just it the the problem with the Dodgers is it, it's twofold because there's so many good guys mm -hmm. that you're either gonna force your way up or you're gonna get traded. Because they, they yeah. need stay in one spot. Back of the, you know, bullpen help or something. Uh, a lot of guys that we've traded away has made it to the big leagues, and we've used a lot of guys that were lower tier prospects for us with no, you know, no shade to them. Um, but they became top tier prospects for somebody else. Um, you know, Devin Smeltzer was a guy 
for us that got traded to the twins and he was in the big leagues, you know, a couple months later. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of, I, I try to talk to some of these guys cause we get a lot of, a lot of guys from our, uh, from the quakes that are on MLB network. Then their, their names are on the bottom line about being thrown in and trade deals. So uh, I just, as much info as I can kind of give them as just a, an older guy that's seen it a little bit. Uh, it's just like, Hey, don't see it as the Dodgers don't want you see it as somebody else really wants you. Yeah. Um, and you know, and then you're going to shoot up the ladder and it's all about making it to the big leagues. It's not about yeah, the Dodgers. Are, get to yeah. The big leagues. yeah. The Dodgers are so stacked. It's like, there's not a lot of room like there. And, yeah, and definitely. believe it or not, like they're they're I, from what I understand, their training program is so good that these guys most of the time stay healthy. So there's not a lot of, you know, call-ups where people are hurt all the time. And yeah, I mean, you're going to see it a lot with pitchers or a bullpen gets taxed on an extra inning game and you need some help for the next day. Yeah. Um, but that's why you see so many guys. I mean, the utility tag, you know, yeah, the utility Matt first base, third base, left fielder. Edwin Rios, when he was with us, he played left field and, and or played first base and third base. And he was playing the left field and in, in, in AAA. Gavin Lux playing second base and shortstop. Omar Estevez. Mm-hmm playing second base and shortstop everybody's got uh, unless you're just a big left-hander that doesn't pitch you're going to play first base um but everybody else is playing every outfield position uh as many infield positions as possible um and you know again it's whatever gets you to the big leagues so yeah uh, if there's uh, a need for a left fielder you know and this guy projects like okay let's get you some reps in left field cody bellinger didn't he didn't prefer to play the outfield uh, when he was with us in 2015, he wanted mm-hmm. to play first base, and he was. A, I knew he was going to be a Gold Glove first baseman. The only thing was if he could hit. With us, he had 260 and 30 bombs, you know, 100 RBIs. Mm-hmm. Well, the next year he put 20 pounds of muscle on, and you know, the rest yeah. is kind of history. Yeah, I remember um, he was a, he was a little he skinny was, guy. <laughs> he would go. He'd go play center field and make Gold Glove plays, and he hadn't played center field in in three weeks. You know, mm-hmm. it, just his natural ability was was unbelievable, and that comes in drafting. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Uh, and then you know, just look at the first round picks for for the most part. The last few years, they've all they've all pretty much made it. But a lot of their or their a lot of their value comes in these fifth round, sixth round, seventh round. Yeah. Which unfortunately, this year we're not going to have because the draft's yeah. going to be over at the yeah. round. And then you're gonna you can sign after the fifth round for t- up to twenty grand, but no more. You know that sixth round slot's like a hundred eighty thousand dollar slot. You know, if you normally yeah. got drafted in the sixth, seventh round, you're gonna make a hundred almost two hundred grand. Yeah. And now you've got to make the choice to make that to play for twenty grand. So yeah. That sucks, but I, I, I get it and I understand it. But you know, it's it's a trick. There's a lot of guys that that have come through my doors that haven't been first round picks, second round picks. Yeah, minor league baseball is like a time for experimentation. I was actually watching uh the Dodger Network earlier and we were, they were doing a little thing about Pedro Baez. Pedro Baez, when he was with you guys, he was a third baseman. And I, that was my first year. 2012, yeah, and, he was a third baseman. Yeah, and, and he struggled with the bat, and they said, let's get him on the mound. And he became yeah. one of the best relievers in the Dodgers organization. Yeah, like, the, the 2000, 2012, I had him as a third baseman when I was a bat boy. 2013, he was uh, back as a reliever. 2014, he was in the league. Nice. Yeah. 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 And I, I, that's, that's a, like, like you said, the scouting. They saw something like, hey, that tool doesn't work. We're going to try you here. We, we see your plus arm. Let's figure it out. And it yep. worked. So, 
I yeah, mean, that's. I mean, that's the nice thing about position players. If 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 it ever fails, you can. If if you've got an arm, you've always got that backup. Uh, it doesn't work very often, right. but you can extend your career by a couple of years. You know, at least in the minors to try. Um, you know, to convert. Yeah. Um, speaking of him, uh, well, the Dodger Network. I've seen you on there. You're kind of a mini celebrity. Uh, Watch out. I've seen you on there multiple right. times. Uh, I'm like, I, mean, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, the first year was the first time was when uh, Kershaw rehabbed, and that was a big deal in 2014. My first yeah. season as a clubby, and it was early in the season. And we had the cables running through the clubhouse, we had a packed house. I think it was like a Friday, Saturday bobblehead night on top of Kershaw rehabbing. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, I think the Sportsnet guys caught me getting ready to put his jersey in the locker and they were like hey we, you know do that again we want to record that <laughs> um huh. and there was a little we did a little interview about you know uh why his number wasn't available and it's like well that was issued to my my hitting coach and this isn't the majors where i could just take a blank jersey and put a yeah. number on it you know it was this is what I have, and that's why he's number forty-six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you did a you did a skit with uh, Tom Arnold as well, right? A long time ago. Oh gosh, that was a long time ago. I remember the best that. Damn sports show period. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Um, yeah. And again, that was my improper training and not knowing right. the deal. But they had kind of, you know, his, his show his spot was over, and uh, I was like, yeah, if I could just get that jersey back because it was just a jersey that we issued. Uh, to people and I just had his, his name put on it and he was like oh I don't get to keep it and I was just like and the yeah. producer or whoever was just like hey that's good that's good like do that again <laughs> whole little skip uh, but I think he was legitimately pissed that he didn't get to keep the jersey because I seriously kept it <laughs> I'm, like, yeah, I'm gonna need that jersey back he's like really I was free like, buddy yeah wow. <laughs> Nobody told me you could have it, so Damn, God, that was nice. a long time ago. Yeah, I remember seeing that on TV, and I was like, oh, man, that's Casey. I know Casey. <laughs> so, I tried to look for it before. I can't find it. I think I saved it somewhere, but I couldn't pull it back up, and you can't just put yeah. Tom Arnold baseball skit. Maybe maybe now someone's found it, but, uh, yeah, that was somewhere. Like, was, that, somewhere. Uh, was Chris Rose on that? Chris Rose? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he was on that uh, show. I remember I think, that show. Yeah, was Ron so. Dibble. Was Rob, Ron Dibble? Rob Dibble. Uh, Tom Arnold, Tom Arnold, probably Chris John Rose. Sally. We're gonna have to fact check that. Yeah, we'll yeah we're gonna have to fact check it. <laughs> it's been, yeah, that, that show has been on so long. Right. Yeah. Um, my wife appreciates you because I can text you and be You're like, welcome. "Hey, who's gonna be uh, who's gonna be rehabbing?" And she's got a lot of pictures and a lot of autographs from when you let me know, like, "Hey, so and so's coming." Hey, to I don't give her any inside info. <laughs> I just say check them. <laughs> that on the podcast. What's, fu- what's funny is. Uh, Twitter probably knows more than I do. And I get info from Twitter, you know, <laughs> constantly. And I've actually looked at my fantasy baseball stats before, and I was just like, yo, we're getting Rich Hill tomorrow. And he was like, really? Our pitching coach. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Be ready. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, so we're going to go into our, our quick pitch questions. Um, okay. You know, there's just a random set of questions just to kind of, uh you you travel with the team so you can answer a majority of these uh what's your favorite minor league ballpark uh in the in the in the california league see my my favorite is a complete different question than why like players would have a favorite 
because it's all basically it's all based on the clubhouse. Yeah, um, exactly. My favorite clubhouse to go to is probably the Lancaster Jetthawks. Um, it's there's enough room. It's spacious. It's easy access from the parking lot to the bus. Um, and that I mean that's probably as far as a clubby goes. That's probably my favorite. I mean, outside of Rancho, of course, just because, you know, home cooking. Um, mm. But to travel to, yeah, it's probably Lancaster, which is funny because that's there on the chopping block. Yeah. Yeah. That's Colorado, <laughs> not Seattle. Fact check. <laughs> Very nice. Um, nice. No, I know you're busy and you have a lot going on when you are traveling with the team. Um, but when you do have kind of a break to kind of do your own thing, what's your favorite city to visit in the California League? We don't, it's, it's so crazy because we don't get the travel days like the major leagues do where they, uh, they leave after a game and then they've got the next day off. So they get to go explore. Um, we have a seven o'clock game and Rancho we're done at 10 30, 11. I'm done washing laundry at 3 AM. And, you know, we might have a bus to Stockton at seven 30, eight o'clock AM. So I'm, I'm basically taking a nap waking up and loading up and then we've got a seven o'clock game that day um so we don't really we and I actually use the road trips as, as my break you know I, mm -hmm. I get to sleep in and I get to stay up late because when we travel uh I don't necessarily have to do the laundry on the road so us clubbies will do like a trade so when they come to me I'll do their laundry when I come to them they'll do my laundry uh so we actually kind of get the nights off so I prefer the overnight trips for that Cause I get a break. So yeah. I'm in the hotel uh, watching Netflix or, sure. you know, uh, back in the, you know, a couple of years back we were playing cards. It's, it's changed now with Fortnite and, um, <laughs> yeah. and the, and the traveling guys will travel with a monitor. Uh, what's what's your game that you play on your phone? Cause I saw your wife post something at, at the angel game and you were playing. Well, that was, yeah, that was, that was clash of clans, man. You had the clash <laughs> of clans and then the boom beach. Uh, we, we've kind of transitioned to Clash Royale instead of Boom Beach, but you know, resources are collected, man. You gotta, you gotta stay on your, war, <laughs> yeah. on your war battles and stuff. And that was actually, that was an off day during the season. So you went to the ball game, right? they were like, Hey, we, we, we want to go to an Angels game. And I'm like, I don't want to go to a baseball game, with my husband, <laughs> but I went. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, it's, it's, it's going to games has changed in my eyes. There was, yeah. I actually went to a game, a Dodger game um andre ethier rehab for a long time like three weeks with us the first time he, he uh, had he broke his shin in spring training yeah. and he was trying to get ready for the season uh, he was with us for almost a month he actually left me tickets uh to go onto the field for bp brought me into the dugout we talked a little bit uh got a tour of the clubhouse that's awesome uh went and saw uh my manager hasselman was in the in the stands because the, the minor league season was over he was doing some scouting and mm. um sat with him and I left after like the second inning. I had been there since like four o'clock. I was just like, it's just a baseball game. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to get home to the family. You know, I've been, yeah. I've been gone a long time. And uh, so I leave. I'm listening to the game in the car. And there's the play that Chase Utley, it like bounces off of Gonzalez. And like Chase Utley turns and like throws the ball behind his back um, <laughs> to Adrian Gonzalez. And that happened right after I left. And now oh, it's only all of the replays that you see uh, all the time. <laughs> I was basically the red, the brake lights, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. through the, <laughs> through the <laughs> oh, wow. uh, but it was a nasty play. But yeah, I was just like, I came to see uh, Andre 
come for BP. I saw Bueller. That was the year Bueller got called up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seager came by. Um, you know, saw a bunch of my guys, and then and I basically took off after like two minutes. I've met Andre multiple times, and he's always been a class act, dude. He's awesome. He's an awesome guy. Yeah, he's he is a he is a dry personality. So he, yeah. Sometimes you don't know if he's. Like, yeah, you can't read him sure. sometimes. I had him for three weeks, and I wasn't sure if he was pissed off at me. And I was just like, <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, his work ethic is is phenomenal. Um, I, yeah. I I think I was listening to an interview, and uh, Dallas Braden said he was teammates with him in the minors, and his work ethic, he was not interested yeah, in being your friend. Yeah, he was yeah. not interested in being your friend. He was there to work and get out of there. And, yeah. you know. And he, he did that with us, too. Yeah, and he was. He was. There was a the time where he got kind of upset because it was late in the season for us. Uh, it was like really hot. It was a Sunday day game. We didn't. We weren't doing BP, and there was no BP set up for him. And he was just like, "Yo, I, I haven't had a spring training. This is my spring training." And he kind yeah. of there was a lot of miscommunication at the time, and he was just like, "I, I can't just I'm take here to work." Hacks in the cage. Like I need yeah. a season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was definitely a uh, uh, a guy that was all about his business. For sure. Uh, so, what about your favorite? Oh, about these quick pitch answers and questions that aren't very <laughs> what about your uh your favorite player growing up i think i know who oh, jim was. abbott wally joiner yeah nice i remember i remember yeah um what about your favorite player that you worked with oh god dude i can't i can't just say one yeah you can't yeah, one. That, everybody's gonna get this who's the guy that I made mean, you laugh the most the, well uh, just, just, Dude, I mean, I had a lot of conversations in the dugout with Trevor Oaks. Uh, Belly was cracking us up for other reasons, um, uh, other than just being funny. Uh, Brock Stewart. Brock, I mean, I would say as far as closeness, Brock was probably one of my closer ones. Um, uh, my good buddy. It's actually what's funny is a lot of my really close ones aren't even guys that that made it to the big leagues. A um, mm. uh, guy, Daniel Tillman, he got drafted by the A's or the Angels. Uh, and ended up coming to us. We got really, really close. He's in Florida, um, but we still, we still uh, actually text pretty consistently. Um, Brandon Trinquan, who was in the All Star game with uh, Cody Bellinger that year, uh, went golfing with him a few times. So, um, yeah, th- I mean, as far as as far as in the big leagues, Trevor Oaks and um, and. Uh, Kai and Brock were probably the closest ones that I had uh, actually in my, in my dugout. Nice. That's awesome. That made it to the big leagues. That's cool. Uh, are you ready? You, you think you can get out there and play some Sunday ball again? Let's do it. Oh, I don't know. My knees are, my knees are you bad. Play first, I, I played, I played hard and I played, I couldn't run down the base. I'm not a doubles hitter, uh, but I can't beat out no singles. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to get DH for you know, or even <laughs> EH. I'm if I'm gonna be out there, I'm gonna swing it. But yeah, uh, yeah. I actually uh, was just talking to somebody out here. I was just like, kind of dropping the hint on uh, if they knew of any Vegas, you know, hardball. Because I know there's a ton of like tournaments that happen out in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know of any consistent like Sunday leagues, uh, or even slow, even slow pitch uh, for that matter. Just to just to kind of get the blood flowing. So a lot of golf courses though. There's a ton of golf courses out yeah, here. I, have you been in top top golf? I heard it's legit. I haven't been there yet, but I heard it's fun. Uh, no, we, we got out here in January and like a month later. Uh, so we were busy, you know, unpacking the house and then yeah. a month later, like everything closed down. So, yeah. um, no, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we will go out there to top golf. I've been to a top golf uh, mm. in Arizona, but not, not the one out here. 
Yeah, I heard the one in Vegas yeah. is like super legit. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. It's like right behind the MGM. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, do you feel that you could play if we invited you out? Oh, I'm gonna need a little bit of notice because it's about a three and a half hour drive. Oh yeah, we know that. <laughs> but I'm saying that like, you can leave at five a.m. You're, yeah, yeah, you're good. Ah uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Who was Rube that did the uh, the Vegas trip? You know, went straight from Vegas to, to Sunday. Uh, Sunday ball. Somebody, one of you guys mentioned that you oh, no, did a I Vegas went, trip and then like. I went to Vegas for my 21st birthday, yeah. and then we went to a ball game that day, a Dodger game. Oh, night. I didn't even go watch a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, uh, I could probably, you know, I don't I know if you need my bats. Or... Grab, grab one of those bats there. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the bats I have are broken. Um, yeah. Use a little bit of screw, some wood glue. You're good to go. Oh, this guy is the king of putting broken bats back together. Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen <laughs> it. Ryan Harris had so many of those bats. Oh yeah, you know, oh, Clarendon, Clarendon had all those bats together. Oh yeah. So <laughs> that Sunday league struggle when you're when you're 22, 23 years old, barely making any money. You know, you don't want to buy a wood bat because oh, yeah. you're gonna break it on the first swing. It's cheaper to buy. And you can't borrow because then you're responsible. Yeah, yeah. and you gotta buy two bats. You break the, that one. Use that Demarini. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, you got any stories? Any memory from with me and Ralph? Um, more with Rube. Uh, because my dad actually got really, really mad because I was blowing through his electrical tape because we were taping <laughs> oh, up yeah. the walls. For, uh, and we were playing for the in the backyard. Balls, right? Really? Was that and they the were we yep. were going yeah. sixty miles an hour from like twenty feet away. <laughs> oh, dude, it was ridiculous. And, uh, yeah. It was competitive as all get out. And, uh, yeah, no, and then there's another um, – do you remember when Kevin, the president of Birdsall, gave us the code to the lights? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And so we would actually go to the park uh, with nobody playing, wow. flip on the lights, total field of dream style, and wow. we would just play, you know, home run derby over the line for, like, <laughs> hours. And then we finally hey, got shut down bank. because the city was complaining <laughs> uh, about the lights being on uh, for so long. Yeah. You, you remember when but, I uh, um, when I one hopped the the tank out there and you were like Jesus Christ? What? Yeah, that's video. It's on video too. Yeah, I, I can't you know, find it anywhere. But I remember it is, that, was, that was when I was able to actually. Is that when you were thirty years old? No, <laughs> I was actually able to we hit had, bombs. We had the full tripod with the giant VHS oh, I camera. <laughs> yep. uh, I was wow. standing in center field taking video of BP uh, <laughs> and Ruben connected on one. And hey, who's was, got uh, who's got those tapes? Yeah, let's see those. Tapes. I think there's I, some, I might have them. I think it was JJ's. I have no idea. Ruben's probably got I don't, know, I don't even know whose camera it was. I think it was mine. <laughs> I found it in the trash can. Probably, yeah, we man, <laughs> but we had a lot of fun, dude. Like we would go out there. Nobody ever told us to practice. Like we would just go out there because <laughs> we love to do it and we were trying to get better. I told mom I told my parents I was like, hey, I'm going up to Birdsall. And I was there until it got dark. And then once okay. we got the lights on, I was there. I I mean once when league was going on, we were and we didn't have games. We were playing basketball. We were playing tag in the freaking uh, playground, mm -hmm. skateboarding. Like it yeah. was, it was crazy. I I can't imagine kids doing that nowadays. Oh no! Yeah, I was 11, yeah, 12 years old, and mm -hmm. just and the park was literally up the street. Yeah, and but, all four, and then there was the know, four of us, and we all went together. Yeah, yeah. No, the uh, as far as memories with with Boski, it was it's all just you know baseball. Uh, I don't remember anything with us in like actual class. I don't know if we even had classes. I don't think together, we had a class together at all. Yeah. But we just it was just all ball, and then it was yeah. uh, it was just your pops and, and the renegades, man. That, those were some of my best times playing yeah. 
uh, playing ball with him coaching, and um, we were just having a blast, dude. It was so fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of good memories with all that. I mean, a uh, travel ball uh, that built a lot of friendship. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. DH will catch a bullpen for you. I sure you will. Just don't throw. So you can have some memories with him. <laughs> just, don't spike, just don't spike the first one. I'll stand in the well, box. I mean, what do you? Not to swing. Am I standing? Am I standing on the mound with a bucket of balls? Because how are you getting them back to me with your bum shoulder? <laughs> I'll, I'll roll them to you. Yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> well, then you're gonna it. scuff them up, man. He's not lying. We'll, we'll, we'll do home run derby style. I just toss it to the side. I'll just roll it down to the side. Or just, or just. You know, Tom Brady style where he, the receiver catches the ball, hands it to him, and he just throws it. So Rube could just stand right next to you and just catch Dude, you know, I, I, I wish I had a cool scar, though, to prove that I, you know, I blew my arm out. But, man, I don't. Yeah, it'd be awesome if I didn't have a cool scar because then I wouldn't have it pop all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, true. that's pretty much all we got, dude. And um, we really appreciate your time. It's been fun catching up. and, and Oh, man, it's been a blast. Good. Definitely hope the family's well. I mean, your parents, I'm glad they're doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone's, well, everyone's well. That's great, man. And and we're I'm happy that your new adventure in Vegas, and we wish you the best of luck, and hopefully you find a Sunday league and get playing, man. I know you miss it. We'll see. We'll see. Wait, I've, I brought this out. Um, actually, it was after I got fired in 05. Our Lord and Savior actually oh, signed. He did no a rehab. No way, oh. dude. That's that, that is, is that's the holy grail. That is exactly what I was going to say. The holy grail, right there. I don't know how that is Bartolo Colon, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> it's got wow. the forty that's on it. Honor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's honor. Honor. So with Angels, actually, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so I knew this. I knew the system and where he would go uh, after he left because I saw the Mercedes. I went to the players' parking lot, and uh, uh, I saw the Mercedes backing up towards the left field gate. So I ran in and I. Uh, they had bleachers still in left field before. Mm-hmm. And so it was a couple guys with them and I caught them and I was just like, you know, Martello, can I get your autograph? So, and I still have the ticket that I bought nice. to my old employer that had just fired me that season. Oh, uh, wow. I bought a ticket to get that autograph and, wow. uh, and Bartolo Colon signed it, man. Big sexy. Did he, uh, did he talk to you in English or Spanish? Or did he say I don't it? even know if he talked to me. He might've just signed it and handed it back to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't we, even remember. I just, we just, I just got, remember we just some got of the other book. Because yeah. we ordered it, and we were supposed to be getting a uh, poster, a poster signed by him, because we pre-ordered it. Uh, right, read a couple pages, but yeah, he's he's got a like all together, or like you guys were were you reading them? We were popcorn reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like in school for sure. Um, but yeah, man, we we really appreciate yeah, your time, dude. And uh, you know, where can we find your products, bro? Like on. For Casey's Clubhouse. Track. Oh man, it's, Instagram is probably the most uh, is probably the easiest. Uh, it's at Clubhouse underscore Crafts. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I think it's at Clubhouse Crafts. I don't even remember the the tagline on that, but you yeah. can just search Clubhouse Crafts we'll uh, or Casey's Clubhouse Crafts. Uh, Facebook, just search uh, Casey's Clubhouse Crafts. I'm, uh, I got an Etsy store. You can buy some of the some of the bottle openers and stuff. Uh, easiest way to do that, you could just search. Casey's Clubhouse Crafts on Etsy or go to the Instagram. There's a link uh, in the bio uh, that'll take you over to get some bottle openers and, uh, and some really cool stuff. Uh, problem is everything is so different that I can't just put, Oh, I've got, you know, 20 handles that are black, yeah. 10 handles that are t- yeah. every, every handle is, uh, mm-hmm. it's got different tape yeah. markings and some are clean, some are dirty, some have 
dried up pine tar. Some have seam marks, some have scuffs from foul balls. Uh, so everything is unique and different. Could be from a minor league game. Uh, it could be from a little kid, you know, that, that broke his bat and traveled. It's just game used bats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every one of them is, uh, is, is pretty unique. Uh, I, I used to know the story of all of them, but now we've cut up so many that I, I you know, all the bats kind of blended in together, but yeah. um yeah, there's some cool ones, uh, and I do a lot of the custom ones that the guy, you know, Beatty actually, Matt Beatty came to the house, um, dropped oh, yeah. off a bat, I saw that. watched He's me and my dad cut it and make it up uh, right in front of him and then handed it to him. And what's funny is he's actually got the second bottle opener that we've ever made. Um, we bought two of those original um, bottle openers from the woodworking store with the collar, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a bat with his uh, bat knob decal on it, and it had, like, his beard um like an outline of his beard it was like blue uh wedding gift for him so he actually got the second one we ever made uh and then he came back full circle after being in the big leagues uh i I went and um met him at la and he gave me a couple bats too to make you know he was like hey if you want to sell some uh come get the bats so i went went to the the clubhouse that he was working out gavin lux was there a lot of my minor league guys were there verdugo was there like got to see Beatty take some ground balls on the on the field i'm standing in the third base uh coaching box while dino people's hitting him ground balls but yeah so uh so Beatty ended up coming to the house and uh i met my dad saw the shop um you know one of the first customers that we've ever had and he didn't even ask for it i just sent it to him as a wedding gift and uh full circle uh he gives me a big league bat um you know with his name on it the the first one he i i did it was just a you know a a, a team um, produced bat, like it just said LAD on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. It didn't even have his name. It was just kind of uh, uh, provided by the team. So now he's got, you know, one of these uh, B45s or Victus or Chandler's that uh, that I'm able to cut up. And uh, I think I still have one. I need to put make sure it's on the Etsy, uh, one of the extra ones that, uh, that he gave us to use. So that was a really cool experience for him to see from start to finish his bat it's always tough making that first cut uh on an unbroken bat you know because it's just like this is a nice or it's done and but but you you know he wanted it so we got to cut it so yeah um but from start to finish and then just to chat and hang out and stuff uh was was pretty cool to have Beatty actually just come hang out for an hour while we made some stuff for him that's awesome man like that's cool like not you're having experiences experiences that a lot of people are never going to get. Yeah. And it, it's, Oh, I'm definitely uh um I'm blessed to do that. Uh my view on the game is 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 changed so dramatically, you know, being not just in the stands like I I can't be a fan. You know, I can't just go to a game and and hoot and holler cuz I hear so many of the people that are so bad at it, you know, <laughs> yeah. at, uh, heckling and uh and i'm just hearing it every day and every day i'm you know, just looking up into the stands and it's just like oh, i don't like that yeah <laughs> yeah you know what and, and we like to say this on, on on the pod it's a different perspective because you're a ball player first yes and a fan second and yep. you have that that key you know that that part of your mind that really focuses on the game yeah. and you understand the game and I would consider right. you an advanced ball player because you understood, you know, what it took mm-hmm. to get to the next level. And and though we none of us really made it to the next level, yeah. but we worked hard to try to get there and we knew what it took. Um, 
I just feel that like your your understanding of the game really helps you, uh, yeah. just, you know, in that portion because you can kind of you you can relate. You know, we had the interview with Jesse Chavez, and he's a professional. We're not professionals, but we were able to relate because that baseball language is so, you know, generic. Like yeah. you you know the game, and I'm sure that really right. helped you. Right, definitely. And what and what's crazy is um, I might have had a chance to play some JUCO ball at Chafee. Uh, but as we were doing the tryouts, they, uh, I was getting ready to get offered the, uh, the clubhouse job in 2014 yeah. where I was getting ready to take over. And they said, here's the schedule that you'd have to be on. And I was already doing the summer, uh, like weightlifting program, mm -hmm. uh, tried out and I probably could have made it in the bullpen. You know, I, I never threw hard. I was never a, a flamethrower, but I never, I, I didn't have a problem walking guys cause I knew I could get in and out of trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and I didn't have bad – I didn't walk a ton of guys, but I wasn't afraid to throw a knuckleball on 3-2 count. Yeah. Um, it was dirty, dude. So, it was dirty. <laughs> it was dirty. Well, I, 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 I caught it many – Because the umpire. I, I caught it many times just playing catch warming up when you were my throwing partner for a little while. Yeah. And that, that thing would dance. That thing would Oh, you got to watch your shins, man. Yeah. I would literally – the umpires would get fooled, fooled on it. And, you, you know, it would call. cross – you know, and they would see it, and they were like, "No the ball," and I'm like, Dude, "Yeah, it was up here, yeah. <laughs> down here when it started." Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, it's not a regret because I wouldn't be where I'm at now if I wouldn't have taken the job mm -hmm. the first time. But I really wish I would have thought about it and talked about it with my parents because um, yeah. it was just like, "No, I'm I got a chance to go be in a clubhouse with, with you know professional baseball players. I'm gone." Yeah. But yeah. I wish I would have had that because who knows? You know, I could have been yeah. taught, taught something and. And, you know, maybe this guy had a, a, a good scout friend and I was able to get a couple ticks up on the foul. Who knows? Yeah. But um, unlikely, but it was something that I, ne I yeah. never got to technically exceed the end of my career because I just kind of gave up on, um, you know, the baseball aspect of it to play. And I think I probably knew that I didn't really have a great chance because if you're not touching 92, you know, 90, yeah. you're not getting looked at regardless of how right. good your command is because you're going to get lit up. And we didn't, grow, yeah. we didn't grow up with that technology to figure out the spin yeah. rate and, and how to no, increase velocity. Throwing, yeah, yeah throwing <laughs> programs were non-existent. Yeah. Like we just at least at, at least at our school. Yeah, we <laughs> because, yeah. It was play <laughs> catch for ten minutes and uh, you know Coach Ramirez. Yeah. The Ernie Ernie was the the one that you know nobody really liked at first because he was making he, us work harder and he yeah, was probably he, the best coach we, we ever really had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. And he, he didn't, uh, it didn't go over well. Yeah. Yeah. A lot right. of people had issues with him. Uh, I mean, I know he always, he always, uh, as a coach would, you know, pay attention to everything and give it everything he had. You know, he was always yeah. on the player. I mean, he's got a, I mean, the guy was a scout, professional scout for the Reds yeah, and a couple other teams. Like that guy actually had an idea of what scouts were looking for. And, and we were young and uh, dumb. And that wasn't, that really wasn't preached to us. Like, Hey, this, you know, pay attention to this guy. Cause we, you know, it was a different, it was just a different time. We didn't have yeah, Twitter, yeah. you know, nobody was posting their MySpace videos. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> uh, wow. So we always have a question that we always ask everybody at the end. Uh, what is your favorite baseball movie quote? Ah, oh, geez. <laughs> I think that's a good I point. mean, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't come up with one, but it's like, you're killing me smalls. It's got to be in there. Um, you know, uh, uh, Wendy Peppercorn. It's a bunch of uh, <laughs> ones. 
Oh, yeah. Um, that one's crazy, bro. You know, you, you chew it, of course. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they're at the, at the <laughs> thing. Um, I never, being a West Coast guy, I never liked, you know, want to have a catch uh, and feel the dreams. It's mm. play catch. You know, you don't have yeah, a catch. Like but East Coasters, they have they to. They love that. Yeah, it's okay. different. So I never, I never liked that quote, but I, it's got to be Sandlot, um, you know, little or uh, rookie of the year. Uh, when Daniel, I think it's Daniel Burns, the guy from Home Alone, he's in the cage. He gets locked in the cage, and he's like, "Put me in, I can throw strikes." Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's locked, he's locked <laughs> in the cage. Uh, he's just great. freaking out in the cage. That was a good one. Um, God, Little Big League's an underrated. Um, That's your baseball favorite, movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. Seattle. I mean, major. I've heard major. Major League is the most accurate one. Um, yeah. Not Bull Durham's kind of close second, but. Uh, but major league is, uh, you know, what am I supposed to do with a live chicken? Uh, is, is a good one. Um, we can't have guys thrown up in the clubhouse before the game. Um, you know, ninety. Where are you going, me? Ninety feet uh, yeah. is a is a solid one. Um, you know, those, uh, there's some deep cuts in there that yeah. uh, I, I'm a movie guy, so I don't typically just like the one, uh, the 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 normal one. Um, but I, yeah, we we crush Sandlot. We watch that all the time. Yeah, um, I think I think we watched it at your house multiple times just after after working out. We eat burgers. Well, and I had it on that. VHS. I'd, yeah, I'd rewind it. I we'd watch it, rewind it, watch it again, rewind it, watch yeah. it again. Yeah. Um, actually, had uh, the um, the little brother um, from Sandlot was actually at Quakes uh, and threw out a first pitch of one of the championship games. Oh yeah, uh, one of our games last year. Uh, signed a jersey that's in our, our front office. I didn't get to meet him because he didn't come in the clubhouse, but um, I, I got to see him actually walking around. Uh, the, the, these, those guys are tiny. <laughs> they yeah, never really... For sure. <laughs> Except wow. for Yaya. I heard Yaya is Jack now. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's gigantic. <laughs> I mean, Benny the Jet is uh, the, the firefighter in, in yeah. L.A., uh, and his brother was actually the guy that played – the older Benny the Jet in the movie oh. with the mustache. Oh, really? Wow. That was his actual that. older brother. Yeah. Oh, wow. Huh. Movie guy, dude. Come on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a fun fact. Yeah, that is a fun fact. Yeah, I mean, we, I yeah, there, there's, the, there's a ton of quotes that, I mean, most baseball movies I'm going to have, I'm going to have a quote for you, but I, I don't know yeah. if I can pick just one. And we, yeah. we, early in my career, uh, we would actually, our manager would only let us watch baseball movies uh, on the bus. So naturally I'm, I'm typically the movie guy. So yeah. they all looked at me to bring the movies on, and uh, we watched we watched them all. You know, yeah. um, were were you ever uh, were you ever bribed for a, any particular movie? Um, <laughs> what do you mean bribed for for any movie? Like, hey, we want to watch this movie tonight, and another guy was like, "No, we want to watch this movie." Here's no, I typically bring about six or seven movies, okay. um, and I just kind of stand up, and it's never a hundred percent. So I always get you know yelled at if. We end up choosing one of the different movies because uh, a couple guys anyway. watch this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all the time. Yeah. It's always my fault. <laughs> you know. uh, they, we did a talent show. I did the splits in the talent show in the clubhouse, and oh, they purposely didn't vote for me uh, to win the prize money because I'm the clubby, and they're already tipping me, so <laughs> the money went to somebody else. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Funny. Yeah, uh, I just gotta say, man, I, I appreciate your passion for the game for sure. Like yeah. it's pretty clear you got a lot of passion for the game stuck with it even if they after they let you go that first time like dude you're you're making it in my opinion you're making it in my eyes like that's 
I, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, unfortunately, if I'm good at what I do, it doesn't automatically mean a promotion. So I just got to keep grinding. It and, is, man. Uh, you know, it's just like umpires. Clubhouse staffs are, yeah. once you're there, there's nowhere else to go. So they pretty much stay. There's not a lot of turnover. But I'm having a really, really fun time with the Quakes. The, the front office is great. Uh, the Dodgers, uh, all my coaches that come through, everybody's solid. So I've got really no complaints um, other than, you know, some long hours but yeah. uh, and, and not a lot of off days. But, uh, yeah, man, I have a really good time doing what I do. Yeah, man. Just keep and doing it. Shout yeah. out to your wife because she supports you through all that. Like that's it's not easy. And you got kids yeah. and you got a family, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. She I mean, she's a single mom. She's a military mom, you know, yeah. a baseball mom. Like it's yeah. you know, half the season, six months, it's a little different than the military just because I'm yeah. not going off to war. But uh, yeah, but just being alone on her own, uh, dealing with three kids and two dogs and a house and dinner and homework and uh it's it, she, she is a definitely a trooper. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, all those yeah. things. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, it was definitely nice talking to you. Yeah, pleasure having you. I, I appreciate it, a lot man. Of good thanks for having us. That was good guys. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was good to catch up, man. Very yeah. good to catch up. We got to get together when you're out I here. I appreciate it. Yeah, let us know when hey, you're out here. Um, I forgot my wallet, man. Uh, I, I ain't got no piece. Hey, I got you, bro. I, Ruse got you I got you, Umpire. I'll get you next week. All right, cheers, right. man. Thanks cheers, for joining thanks us, for bro. And uh, we'll see you later, man. All right, catch you later. Yeah, we all right, have a good one, guys. Casey Plone, Casey's Clubhouse Craps. <laughs> hey, you got my what do you got on my shirt? That's sick. Coño. Coño. <laughs> hey, I just figured out what coño means. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> How do you like our draft? We should have asked you about that. <laughs> J-roll, bro. Yeah, man. Number you could have got J-roll in the 40th round, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, we keep telling him. I love that guy. No, it was uh it was solid except for Rube. He had a uh, he had a I give him a D draft grade. <laughs> and, oh, DH, man, I got to give you crap. How do you not take Ichiro? Yeah, come ah, on, dude, man. I know, I know. It was, it was hard not to pick him. But I, I was thinking about my leadoff hitter. It was either going to be him or Ricky Henderson. Oh, I'm taking Ichiro. <laughs>